Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Atheist in the Desert podcast. It is Wednesday, September 12th, 2018. Appreciate you tuning in. <clears throat> so this morning, um, I want to talk a little bit about G-O-D. And I've said it in the past, I believe, but, um, you know, I'm reading a, a, a book right now on bees, and it's pretty interesting. And um, talk about some amazing creatures. I mean, you know, as human beings, we always like to think that we are really the prime creation, you know, of the universe, and we're destined to inherit the earth and all that stuff, and... And I don't know. I mean, you know, we we have done some pretty amazing things. I'm not I'm not disputing that. But um, as far as the species, you know, there's only one species of human on the earth right now. And uh, just in Arizona, there are 15,000 species of bees. You know, they're they're constantly changing, evolving. And uh, but anyway, pretty interesting. So what? G O D, God, right? Um, you know, many years ago. I had kind of a a hero of mine. I, I don't even like using the word hero because I don't think he would he would have considered himself a hero. But probably one of the best examples of a of a uh, you know you, you hear in religion all the time people talk about prophets and you know and you know like a like a Buddha or, or somebody. But this guy, in my mind, if I was going to call somebody a prophet or a, or a whatever. Um, probably one of the best examples of living a, you know, he probably would have called it a good spiritual life. You know, again, you've heard me say in the past that I use the word spiritual and, you know, maybe even higher power. It's again, they're just words that I, I use because I don't, I don't know another way of explaining it. Um, you know, my, you know, my definition of the ever-changing flow of the universe. However, when this gentleman used to speak, you know, at functions, um, he was a he was a person in in uh, recovery meetings that I that I went to many years ago, and he used to always just he would get up and just give examples of thing things, um, and and his definition for God, and again I don't know if he was an agnostic or an atheist. He used to use the word God and 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 um, things like that. But again, I I don't think he was describing God in the way that the traditional sense. I think he. He looked at God and he used to say those words and, and you know, I'm sure you've heard it said many times is the words God, G-O-D, stand for good orderly direction. And his whole point was, you know, we can look at God however we want, but he chose to look at it as there's an order to this universe. Things go a certain way and Every time I think of this guy, I always think about this story that he told about geese. And geese fly in a V formation. And the reason they fly in a V formation is because the geese that are in the front burble the air. And it causes the geese in the back to use, you know, 50% or whatever. It requires them to use less energy so they can save their energy. And then they switch places. And as they're going along you hear them honking and and what the honking is is they're encouraging the ones in the front to keep going and his and 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 the the people that created you know that made airplane air air jets and big jets they they 
used, they studied these geese and they used the information from them burbling the air to use it on airplanes and it saved them millions a year on fuel costs, you know. So the geese taught the, the, taught the engineers, but who taught the geese, you know. And he didn't infer that there's some God up there, but it was just an, it was just an example of, of an order to the universe. And I always like those things because that to me, if there's a God per se, I can see that in front of me, you know, it's, there's an order to the universe. And when somebody says, oh, God, help me get that job, I, I can't see that or that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. But the things that I can see in front of me do, you know, this good orderly direction. Um, a similar example, I'm reading this book about bees right now. And, you know, bees wings are amazing. They, they move sometimes 200 times in a second and they're kind of like a, um, a guitar string you know when you pluck a, gu- a guitar string it keeps vibrating after you pluck it and when when bees send impulses to their wings you know they'll send one impulse and then it might flutter you know six seven eight times before another impulse hits it you know again like a guitar string sort of and they when they when they had cameras that were able to um, t- take videos or take pictures of these wings and slow it down enough, they were able to see, they thought the wings were going to be flapping up and down, but they realized they actually flapped sideways, you know, forward back. And again, it's another situation where they use that technology and that knowledge into making drones and, and other type of flying things like that. They use some of that technology. And again, you know, the bees taught us, but who taught the bees? There's an order to the universe, you know, and you've heard me, if you've heard any of my podcasts in the past, you know, I talk about the the birds a lot and that the birds, as far as we know, or what I know, I don't think they've passed the self-awareness test. Um, They're not on the list as far as animals. Um, Maybe they will eventually. I don't know. I didn't didn't know fish would ever do it. And you heard me talk a few podcasts back about how fish have passed the self-awareness test, but I, they just, they get up, they chirp. They go about their day and they know that if they do the things that the universe created them with everything necessary for their complete fulfillment, that they'll be taken care of. And sometimes, you know, and sometimes things happen, obviously, you know, maybe, a, you know, they get a disease or, you know, maybe there's a baby bird that falls out of the nest and dies. I mean, things happen, but ultimately that bird knows it, it knows its role and it knows how to do it. And I, I'm just ultimately this I, this consciousness that we have again that I believe is was an evolutionary thing that's evolved, and it's something that aided us like anything, like any type of a you know um, physical part of our body, and it's it's what's caused us to create this world that we live in now. Um, again, becomes a detriment. Because, again, I, this idea of God or whatever, the ever-changing flow of the universe, this good orderly direction, the universe has a, has, a, has a way it goes. And so it makes sense to me that when I separate myself, when I say, hey, I'm this, I'm, I'm, I don't have as much money, I don't do this, I, I'm, I'm not getting into that order of the universe, you know, I have a job right now, you know, and I, and I work for a construction company and yeah, I'm not, I'm not out there, I guess per se, like, like a bird, like doing things in the wild or whatever, but I'm out there 
performing a function that I'm I'm filling a a gap in the universe that needs to be filled with this position. You know, I go, I help people get some things they need done. I, I, the, the guys that work for us, if I go get the jobs, they get, they have money. So I have a role to, to, to do. Um, and you've heard me say in the past, be good for nothing. You know, I just get up and try to be good for nothing. Try not to work for any reason. Just try just to go go about my day for free and for fun. And that's not easy. I'm not sitting here pretending for a minute that I'm, I just get up every day and I'm like, ooh, yay. But the more that I can look at the universe as, again, there's no separateness, only conscious separate, separateness, the better I can be. And I can't just... You know, as much as I like to talk and, you know, I do these podcasts and it's fun and I analyze, I can't just talk my way into this life. I have to practice it. And some of the ways I practice it, practice it is I try to get up at the same time every day. I have a routine, um, go to my job, work my eight, nine hours a day. Um, you know, that's one way I, I do it. Try to help people get some things done. And again, it's not that I'm, I'm trying to be a, a do-gooder or try to prove anything. You know, I just know that these are the things I need to take. Um, you know, if you've heard me talk about helping others, um, no matter what. And, you know, in Alcoholics Anonymous, they talk a lot about helping others because you get out of yourself. But I think anybody can do that. And, and again, when I help others, it isn't, I don't want it to be like, look how good I am. Because it's the only way I know how to connect back into the universe. Um, another way that I feel I can contribute to the good orderly direction of the universe is keeping my mouth shut when I'm talking to people. Meaning like I don't have to sit and talk about myself all the time. Allow them to speak. You know, I was at a, a, a meeting last night and after the meeting we were talking and, and I um, I just I just really worked on when this guy was telling me a story about something, just sitting there and listening. And then when he was done, just listening and, and just Sometimes it's really hard. Like, I want to talk again. Like, I want to talk while he's talking. It's a practice. But again, I feel like the more I'm able to do that, the more I'm contributing to the the good orderly direction of the universe. And I don't even like the word good. I mean, G is good, I guess. It's just the... the or, and, and that's why I kind of like the ever-changing flow of the universe better even than good orderly direction. Because good according to what? I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, nature fascinates me because because most creatures on this planet don't have a consciousness or a self-awareness it leads me to believe that consciousness or self-awareness doesn't necessarily need to be there to to survive or to function. I mean, the, plenty of these or all these organisms function seem to function without being aware. Um, and again, we're a, we're a uh, we're a experimental project in a sense. I mean, every organism is on this planet. I mean, we're not even the most successful species, in my opinion, that have lived. I mean, if you want to say successful as far as what we've done, you know, and, and the technology and the things we've created, is some pretty amazing things. Um, and it's, it is amazing that we are able to understand things, you know, like Carl Sagan, or, or was it Carl Sagan, or maybe it was um, Stephen Hawking. One of them said that we are just an advanced breed of monkeys on a fairly, something about a 
a rock floating through the universe or something, something like that. We're just monkeys on a, on a rock floating through the universe. But he said, but we are able to understand the universe, so that's amazing. I, I totally messed up that quote, and I apologize. But, um, and that's cool. I love this stuff. Like, the more, you know, I'm reading this book this morning about bees, and I'm just fascinated. I mean, bees are amazing. You know, you always look at bees, and you're like, ah, they're annoying, they're going to sting you, and yeah, whatever. But just how their bodies are built and the way they're constructed, they have these antenna that, antennae, antenna, I don't know the plural, but that are, I mean, you talk about advanced, like when they're flying through the air, like their senses are like on lock. It's like spidey sense times a thousand, you know, if you're a superhero fan. But that's amazing. I mean, I mean, we're amazing as well, but just the universe in general, it's very humbling, you know, when you think about these things. And that to me, if I mean, when you want to talk about a God up there and people that get religious and Jesus and things like that, I mean, I mean, that's, that's power to me that just studying the, the universe and studying life and planets and how long it took for these things to evolve and, you know, millions of years. And I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just insane. I mean, again, if you want to talk in terms of success, you know, these are some of these organisms, I mean, like scorpions and stuff, they've been around for 100 million years. I mean, we've, we've been around what, maybe our, our species, I want to say, our, per, our form of human, and I could be wrong on this, you know, the way we are today is maybe a couple hundred thousand years. And if I'm wrong on that, I apologize. But it's, that's, it's very minute, our, our species of plant. You know, we could be gone in another million years and we wouldn't even, you know, other than our records or things like that, we wouldn't even know we were here. I mean, dinosaurs were on, on this planet way longer than us. So anyway, good orderly direction. You know, there's an order to the universe. You know how I look at it, the ever-changing flow of the universe. So just for the last couple minutes, I want to talk a little bit about humility. Um, you you know, humility is an interesting thing because you can't really talk about it. You can't really say you're humble. Um, being humble, you know, um, is something that I think takes time. I think it's something that, you know, you can go through it when you have struggle and realize that, you know, you're not everything. And part of being humble sometimes, I think, is just accepting the fact that you don't know everything or that you don't have the answer for everything. And that's something I've really been trying to work hard on lately when I'm around people is when we're getting to conversations, just stopping, listening to them and what their opinion is and what they're doing and me not having to come back with my opinion and what I think, that forces me into humility a little bit because I love to give my opinion, (laughs) as you can tell on these podcasts. But I don't have to know everything. I mean, a lot of these things that I talk about, I didn't come up with them. They're they're not new. You know, these ideas probably have been around for thousands of years, some of these concepts that that I've talked, I've read about them. I mean, ancient philosophers have brought up a lot of these things. But I started hearing about these things when I was 15, 16, 17 years old, you know, 20 plus years ago. And... I don't think I've even really started to understand them fully and implement them until within like the last year. You know, I've had bits and pieces of it over the last few years, you know, 10, 20 years, but, and I've gone through some things, you know, um, mentally that forced me to look at some things, but 
I can honestly say, just within the last year when I decided to stop drinking alcohol again, that I am more in tune with these concepts and these beliefs, I guess, my beliefs, or what I've gone through. Again, I'm not saying that they're, you know, the only beliefs, but what I think just within the last year. Again, it goes back to more will be revealed to you. And I think that the more that you're open and can remain humble and understand that be open to any possibility of anybody's viewpoints or opinions and, you know, just life in general, it's just way better, way better. When I use, but when I go, when I have, when I choose to consciously separate myself and think that I'm a separate entity than the rest of the universe, that's when I start to have problems. Take care.